Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. All right, gang. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Sorry we're late, but we got real-world problems going on down here. But they got the internet fixed. We're back up and running. Only 10 minutes late. But uh, here we are, gang. Thank you. Welcome. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, welcome. We'll wait for a few more people to jump on here, seeing how we're going a little bit late today. But here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Thanks. 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 Unbelievable. I had no idea that it was going to be such a big deal. Um, the amount of uh, views that we have on that one video is uh, almost 80 million now. It's incredible. In uh, less than a month. And some of the other videos that have more views ha have been up for a year, year and a half, two years. This video has been up for three and a half weeks. It has 80 million views. It's incredible. And it's all because of all of you. So thank you very, very much. Today is Promar Ahi USA Tuesday. We always talk about Promar products on Tuesdays. Those of you that are just jumping in here, we're sorry we're late. Marley, it's all Marley's fault. There's little Marley up there. It's all his fault. No, actually, we had a problem with the internet down here, and they promised me it would be done at 2.30, but they just got it done, and we're ready to rock and roll. I'm sorry I'm late. We usually go off at 12 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. And this is uh, the podcast we do every day, Monday through Friday. We've been doing it for a while now. We've done over 1,100 of these. So those of you that hung in with us and you're ready to go, thank you very much. I know a lot of you are at work, and I appreciate all the views and all the people that watch us every single day. And I'll do my very best to never let you down. You know that. And uh, today we just had a little bit of problem with the Internet, but we're ready to go. And here we go. And so today we're talking more about rockfish because that's what's on the menu is rockfish, 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 because the opener was a month late this year. So everybody's fired up talking about rockfish and uh my sister's my sister and my brother's company, Dan Orr Sport Fishing, had just a phenomenal rockfish weekend. It was really, really good. They got to fish a lot of cool places. And uh, there was a lot of really good rockfish caught this weekend. And then if you go and you look at our app, and I don't know if any of you have downloaded our app yet, or if you have, thank you. And if you haven't, Why? Why? It's the best fishing app ever made for fishermen. Buy a fisherman app made by me. And it uh, will pinpoint you on where to fish, how to fish, and what to fish for. Hey, Dan, Kim, thank you guys for joining us. I know you guys all want to watch what's going on in America right now, but it's uh, mine's going to be way more fun, way more better, and way more real. It's all about being real. You ever heard of that movie, Wag the Dog? Well, that's what's going on right now. Whatever you believe in, whatever side of the fence you're on. I'm not here to judge, and 
nobody knows who I voted for anyway, so it doesn't matter. We don't talk about that on the show, but I'm just reading a few of the comments that are coming in. Thank you, Dan and Kim. Marley and uh, the, the kitties all appreciate everything you do. Don't forget to leave stars, gang. It's super important. Shows us that you love us. Shows us that you care. And it helps me feed all my animals. So here we go. So this rockfish thing that's going on, gang, it's super imperative that you make sure that you can get down to these rockfish. I talked to a lot of the sport boat captains for the last weekend. And the problem is a lot of people were out there fishing and they were fishing with too light of weight and monofilament line, which is, we've talked about it so many times. Brian, good to see you. We've talked about it so many times, how important it is to be using that braided line and how important it is to make sure you have enough line to get to the bottom and how important it is to make sure you have enough weight now that we're getting to fish deeper water than we fished in a very, very long time. It's imperative that you make it down to the bottom and that you are not the problem. When you, And I talk a lot to the private boaters because that's my deal. Your saltwater guide would... We focus a lot on the private boaters so you don't have to follow boats around. You actually can go out fishing on your boat and go fish for fish. But today we're going to talk a little bit more about etiquette on the sport boat and how this rockfish thing, if you're not fishing with the right amount of weight and the right product and the right, the right gear and the right line and the not right reel, you are making it very, very hard for everybody else on the boat that wants to play and wants to catch fish. A lot of the guys were telling me that people were fishing with little bass reels. You know, when you turn the handle on the little bass reel, you think you're getting line, but you're not because you've let all the line out of your reel. So your gear ratio is almost zero. It's almost one to one when you have no line left on your reel. And then the boat is spending an extra 15 minutes every time you drop waiting for you to wind up your line. And then a lot of guys were stretched way out because they were using monofilament or they were using um, not enough weight. The big problem is the weight. If we could address one thing and really focus on it. And I would, like we talked about the last couple of, well, a week and a half anyway, we've been talking about this rockfish thing. When we're going deeper, it's imperative that we have more weight. You can't get away with six ounces or four ounces or even 12 ounces. You're going to need 16, 18, maybe a pound to get down there, five, six, 700 feet of water. You're going to need a lot of weight, gang. And if, Let's just say there's 20 people on the boat and 17 of them all have one pound weight on. And then three of you are fishing with a four ounce or one of you has got a four ounce. Another one of you has got a 12 ounce. And then there's a guy in the middle that has says eight ounces. Guess what? You are going to be tangled up the whole time. You are causing nothing but problems. And then one of the other guys, he's he's got enough weight. He's got a one-pound weight, but he's got a Komodo 300 that he fishes bass with. And by the time he gets to the bottom in 500 feet of water with his one-pound weight, he's got like four wraps of line left on his reel. 
And then the captain, let's just, we'll just say the sum fund, says, all right, gang, we drifted off the spot. Let's go ahead and wind them up. And all the other people on the boat have a reel that holds a lot of line and that had about a quarter of or a half of a spool left when they hit the bottom. They wind up, they're all up on the surface now. And here you are with your Komodo reel and you're still winding and you're still winding and you're still winding. And everybody on the boat wants to get to the next spot so they can catch fish. But you have decided that you didn't want to fish the proper way. So you've created a giant problem on the boat for everybody else. And we have a whole video about don't be that guy, be the guy. Well, if you're fishing that way on the boat with uh, the wrong weight, the wrong amount of line and the whole thing, then you are that guy. You are definitely not the guy. Don't do it, gang. Don't get caught without the right stuff. Listen, when you get on the boat in the morning, look at the captain and say, hey, how deep are we fishing today? Because he's the only one that knows. He woke up with a plan. Believe me, I ran sport boats for a while. I knew what I was going to do when I woke up in the morning after I took all the inventory of all my friends and what they caught and where they fished and what they did. I would take all that information. Darren, did you go get your rod yet? Your rod's waiting for you. I'd take all that information and I would have a plan when I woke up in the morning. I'd look at uh, the wind blowing at my house. I'd look at the dew on my car. If there was a lot of dew on my car, I knew we were going to fish shallow today. Because if there's a lot of dew on your car when you get up in the morning at 4.30, 4 o'clock to go fishing, that means the wind's going to blow. That amount of dew tells you right away the wind's going to blow. So as a captain, I already know if the wind's blowing, we're fishing shallow. If the wind's not blowing, we're fishing deep. And then when I get down to the boat and I take another look at it and I can see which way the flags are moving, then I know exactly where I'm going. If it's a good area to fish in a southeast or a northwest or offshore, onshore, all these things matter. All these things matter, gang, and the captain is the only one that knows. And I'm just telling you from, y'all will go, wow, I wonder what's going on in that guy's head, the captain of the boat. Well, this is the things that go on as a captain. These are the things that go through our thought process when we're deciding where to take you fishing for the day. So when you get down to the boat, when it's your, when you finally get on the boat in the morning and you get down there, look for that captain or look for the deckhand with the clearest eyes. And walk up to them and go, hey, how deep are you think we're going to be fishing today? They're going to know. Then say, what do you think the proper amount of weight is going to be? Now, if you're not a member of my website and you've not watched the 400 plus how-to videos on how to fish in Southern California, if you haven't watched all that, then you really don't know exactly what amount of weight to use. And you're going to want to know hey, we're going to be fishing 500 feet of water today. We're going to be fishing the slope of the 14-mile bank. We're going to be fishing for uh, chilies and uh, reds. Okay, I know I'm going, to be, I'm going to be, if I'm fishing 500 feet of water, I'm going to make sure I have a one-pound weight. And then I'm going to put on my rock cod squirt because I want to make sure, yeah, what's the rock cod squirt? That's these things, gang. You can get these 
If you go on our website right now and look at all the reports from the weekend, you're going to see these things hanging out of all the fish's mouths. Dan, Kim, do you guys like these? <laughs> I know Kim loves the pink ones. This one right here is the clear one. This is the one I talk about a lot because of the fact that uh, it looks like squid in the water and there is a phenomenal amount of squid in the water. The pink ones still resemble the red crab and there's been a lot of red crabs over the last five, six years. I don't think there's going to be that many red crabs this year because of the um, coldness of the water. The water got much cooler with all this runoff and all this wind. So I think you're going to be better off using these... Uh, these, uh, they're, they're a whitish color, but they're uh, kind of clear and they glow in the dark and you got a better chance of getting them. And if you don't know anything about these things or if you want to learn more about them, grab that QR code right there, scan it with your phone and go to the uh, Promar website, Promar Ahi USA, go to their website, scan that QR code with your phone or your iPad or however you're watching this right now, scan that QR code, go to the Promar website if you scan the pro if you scan the code you're automatically getting a 10 percent discount you don't have to do anything all you got to do is gather up all your equipment that you're going to use get your rock cod squirts get get uh some sabikis get some uh live deception flash jigs get bait scoop get a uh landing net get everything you need and then when you go to check out you're already going to save 10 percent. that's by using the qr code if you don't know how to use the QR code or if you're scared to scan it on your phone, then just put in the code when you're checking out YSWG. And that'll save you 10% on your purchase over at Promar Ahi USA. But you're going to want to have something. Why do I like these rock cod squirts so much? Is because they're already a pre-rigged ganyan. They already got the two hooks on it. They got a swivel on the top and a swivel on the bottom. I just tie it to my line, hook my one pound weight up and drop it down there. But back to what we were talking about before. It is imperative that you have the right amount of weight on gang. You, Even if you're Dan and Kim and you're on your boat and Kim's using a one pound weight and Dan refuses to and he puts on a, an eight ounce weight, he's going to constantly be tangling up Kim. It's going to suck. Kim's not going to like it, Dan. It's going to affect your the rest of your day and probably your night. So make sure all of you, when you're taking your friends out on your boat, when you're going out on someone else's boat, figure out what depth you're going to fish and figure out what weight you're all going to use and all use the exact same amount of weight. And then the next thing is, is you want to be ready when the captain, if you're on a sport boat, you want to be ready. When the captain says, let him go, you want to be in the water first. You want to be firing your your uh, ganyan down to the bottom as quick as you can because if there's any current or there's any wind, the boat is going to blow off the spot very quickly. You want to make sure you get down there as fast as you possibly can because if you're constantly catching, if you're constantly catching starry-eyed rockfish and green striped rockfish and banded rockfish and you're catching all the little gobbledygooks, we call them, that's because you're not getting down to the bottom in time. You need to get down as quick as possible. That's why the captain always says, all right, guys, get ready. 
He doesn't say get ready because he's got extra words to say. He says get ready because he wants you to be successful when you drop your line down there. So he says, all right, gang, get ready. Get ready. We're going to be getting on the spot here in a second. That means grab your reel or grab your rod, grab your sinker, bring them over to the railing, be ready. When he says let him go, you drop your sinker, you're in free spool, and you're firing it down to the bottom. When he says drop them, that doesn't mean it's time to go pick up your rod, pick your boogers, eat a booger, scratch your butt, grab a drink of your beer, smoke a cigarette. No. When he says let him go, that means let him go. That means get him down to the bottom as quick as you possibly can. It's just like when we talk about sea bass fishing, and that's what we're going to talk about the next couple of days on the show. Tomorrow and Thursday are going to be talking about sea bass because I believe that this is going to be that that year that you read about as far as sea bass fishing goes because of the cold water and the amount of squid. And I think it's going to be a really good sea bass year. So we're going to talk about that for the next couple of days. When we talk with Kelly Girl, she'll have some insight on sea bass fishing. On Thursday, you can ask her questions. But this whole rock cod thing, gang, it's all about, or what is I, no, sorry. When you're out sea bass fishing and you constantly catch a bat ray or a shovel nose shark or a leopard shark, that's because you're leaving your bait laying on the bottom. And we talk about that all the time. That's not how you sea bass fish. If your bait is laying on the bottom, you're not sea bass fishing. You're wishing. You have to let that thing sink in the water column so that those fish can eat it. Same thing with rockfish. If you're constantly catching little tiny ones and constantly catching sand dabs and bank starry eyes and banded rockfish and all that little gobbledygook, that's because you're not ready and you're not dropping down when the captain says drop them down. Now, as a captain, we are human beings and we do miss the spot sometimes. But we're going to know right away when we miss the spot, when the first guys get down to the bottom and they get those little tiny jiggly bites. And we're, as a captain, we're seeing everything. We see every rod when it goes to the bottom. We see everybody's bite. We know exactly what's going on. And what we'll do is we'll say, okay, wind them up. Wind them up. I missed the spot. Don't pop an attitude. Go, oh, my God, the guy missed the spot. Dude, you come up in the wheelhouse and try to drop 20 lines down on top of a little rock. Let us know how that works for you. I understand we're professionals, but gang, there's so many different factors. The wind, the current, the way the boat moved, the left engine, the right engine, some all kinds of stuff. But what you don't want to be is when we get in position alpha and we're on the spot and we say, let them go. Don't not be ready. Do not not be ready. Be ready. Be ready, gang, because like it says on the title of this, it's all about getting there. It's all about getting down to the bottom as quick as you can. When I'm skiff fishing, when I'm fishing rockfish, and Kelly hates rockfish fishing, so you won't ever see any videos of her fishing rockfish with me. But when I'm fishing rockfish with my buddy Cubby, and we're fishing rockfish, it's, we are racing to see who can get to the bottom first because we know how important it is. We know that those reds are right there on the top of that rock. We know that when our bait hits the bottom right away, we know if we miss the spot or we know if the captain missed the spot. We know right away because you're first down to the bottom. 
you better be back in gear and you better be ready because if you got on the spot, you're getting bit right like that. Remember those fish that are down there, they're living 300, 400, 500. They don't see a lot of food. So when food finally shows up, there's no messing around. They eat it right away. And that's why those smaller rockfish are living off of the rock because they don't want to get eaten. So they're out on the edges. And when you miss, that's when you catch the little ones because they're out on the edges of the rock. They're not on the spot. Like my good buddy, Mike Thompson, used to tell me when I worked for him, the biggest fish are on the highest part of the rock because that's like being the king. You're on the top of that highest part of the rock because that's where the first foods come and do always. So your bigger fish, your big lingcod, your big reds are always going to be on the top of that mountain, if you will. They're going to be on the highest part of the rock. They're going to be the first ones to get the food when it comes down, when it comes raining down to them. When that food comes raining down, they're going to be the very first ones there. So make sure that you get down there quick. Make sure you have the proper tackle. There's that QR code. Somebody... Jimmy just Jimmy Delaney just sent a message. I didn't get the QR code. Well, there it is again, gang. If you want that QR code, if you want to get 10% off the Rock Cod Squirts and all the other cool stuff Promar has, grab it real quick. Take a picture with your phone. Take a picture. Screenshot this. Do whatever you got to do. There it is. I put it up again for you. But, but gang, it's imperative that you understand why you need to be on the bottom first. I can't emphasize it enough. When I was running sport boats every day, I talked to the people on the boat, on the PA. I tried to make it as important as I possibly could. Tried to let everybody know how important it was to make sure you get down there as quick as you can. Also, another thing about it is if you drop, and we call it dropping late, and that means you weren't ready when we said get ready, so you're dropping late. That's not good either because now you're causing problems. You're causing tangles because if you look at everybody's line, it's going straight down and then here comes you afterwards. Everybody's already down and then here comes yours dropping right down on top of the other guy's stuff and you're dropping right down on the tangles. If if you cannot figure out that when the captain says let him go, you should be ready, then you need to go to the very furthest pointy end of the boat are the very farthest back end of the boat and cast as far as you can off the back or as far as you can off the front. That way you will not be causing me and my buddies that know how to drop. You won't be dropping on top of us and causing tangles. You need to get away from me. <laughs> you need to get away from any of us that were ready when the captain said ready. We don't want you dropping on top of us and causing us tangles. And another thing, gang, when you hit the bottom and you get some bites, start winding up. You only have two hooks. So if you feel a bite right away, you probably have two fish. Start winding up. You'll see the rod start to bend. But don't leave it down there. Oh, I'm not sure if I got them. Turn the handle. If the rod starts to bend way more than it bent when you dropped it down with that weight, then there's a pretty good chance you have one. I don't wait. Oh, I have two hooks. I'm going to wait. Nah. Now, I know I get a bite, I hook that fish, I wind it up. I don't wait, oh, I'm going to wait for the second. Now, when I was fishing 100 hooks, yeah, I would leave it down there a little bit. But there were many days when we were fishing 100 hooks that the minute you felt that first bite, you started winding, you had 100 fish on the line. I know, it's pretty amazing, but it was true, and it happened all the time. Old people like myself 
We can tell you stories about fishing with a hundred hooks for rock cod, catching a hundred at a time. It was fun back in those days and it's fun now, but what I see the biggest problem is, is after people figure out how much weight to put on, they leave their line down there too long. You leave it down there long enough, the fish will fall off. I drop it down, remember what we were saying before, you drop it down to the bottom, you get a bite, that's because you were on the spot. It's time to wind up. If you didn't get bit, your bait probably fell off or you were late, you dropped late, you didn't get down there in time, you're off the spot. Now you'll probably catch a gobbledygook, you'll probably catch a starry or a sand dab. And if the captain keeps getting you on sand dabs, well, that's because he's missing the spot every time and he didn't he didn't go to my website and he didn't learn how to fish rockfish proper from whoever he learned from. If you're getting sand dabs every time you go, it's because the captain is not putting you on the rock. Also on your private boat, if you're getting sand dabs every time, you need to go back and look at how I teach you how to fish rockfish on your private boat. It's imperative that you get on your GPS that it says 0, 0.00 to go to the spot. And it's imperative that you have enough weight to get down there. And it's imperative that once you hit the bottom and you get your bite, that you wind up. And when you wind up, you do not jerk up and wind down, jerk up and wind down. That is, you might as well just pick a big booger and eat it. Also, you might as well film it because I'm going to use it on my show to show you how to not do it. When you're rockfish fishing, you set the hook once, you turn the handle 100 times. You do not jerk anymore and you do not wind super fast because what happens when you wind super fast? The fish start to fall off as you're winding it up because they're spinning. And if you jerk, you're jerking a bigger hole in the fish's mouth. Keep, keep jerking and keep jerking and keep jerking and finally you will jerk the fish off. Yes, it happens all the time. And then we go up. That was one of those married guys. Yeah, that was him. Just set the hook once and turn the handle. Slow and steady wins the race. It's not a race to get your fish up to the top. It's a race to get down to the bottom. That's the only time rock fishing you should be in a hurry. Once you set the hook, lean your rod on the rail, turn the handle slow and steady, and getting it all the way to the top. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you can go to my website. You can download my app right now. You can go to my website. I have a whole series of videos about how to fish rockfish, how to properly set the hook, how to wind them up from the bottom. Also, we have hundreds and hundreds of spots that are just proven fish-killing spots that are just plugged full of rockfish. I don't know anybody out there that's offering you all this for a whopping $9.99 a month as a member. And then you can buy the spots and the game plans for just a little bit more money. But you'll never have to suck at fishing again. So make sure you scan that QR code and get my website so you don't have to suck anymore. But back to this, how important it is. When you hit the bottom and you get that bite, you do not set the hook 15 times. You set the hook once. When you set the hook at the same time you're pulling up to set the hook, you should be winding at the same time because think about it. You've dropped your line down 500 feet. There's probably 540, 560 feet of line out to get to the bottom in 500 feet because 
of the way that the current's going and the boat's drifting and the wind's blowing. So when you set the hook, gang, it's going to take a long time from your reel to the to the hook for that action to happen. So what I like to do is swing and wind at the same time. So I jerk up and wind at the same time. And then as I slowly drop my tip, I slowly start to slow down the wind. And then I can feel the rod bending. But I don't want to set the hook a second time. I want to keep winding till I feel the weight. If I don't feel any weight, then I know I didn't hook them. Then I put it back into free spool and drop it right back down to the bottom there, hoping that I'm not drifted off the rock and hopefully that I get a fish. I'm not going to wind it all the way up if I don't feel a fish until I drop it back to the bottom and then find out that we're off the spot. They're not biting anymore or my bait fell off. That's why another reason why these rock cod squirts are so cool, because if you jerk and the fish comes off and he took your bait, guess what? These look just like a squid. These look just like a squid down there. So they're still going to eat these. You don't need to wind it up. Oh, my bait fell off. Well, you have that down there and it's still fishing and it's still the fish are still going to go after that. Because remember what we talked about seven, eight minutes ago. All those fish that are down there are starving. There's not a lot of food traveling around down there in four or 500 feet of water. So when food does show up down there, they're eating it. When they see that rock cod squirt floating around down there, it looks like a squid. It's pitch black dark, but they can see because that's their job. But it doesn't look like trash to them. It looks like food. They're going to eat it. That's why I love those squirts more than I... Love just fishing a hook with a bait on it because of the fact that it keeps fishing even if your bait falls off. And then the other thing is, gang, if you're going to just focus on those lingcod or those bigger reds, remember we talked about this last week, and if you weren't part of the show, listen up. What I like to do is fish with live mackerel, like a half a pound mackerel, like an eight inch, six inch, eight inch mackerel, and a one pound weight, and I'll clip a piece of his tail one of the little yellow pieces of his tail, not into the meat, not to make him bleed, but just clip off a piece of the tail so he's swimming, but he isn't going anywhere. That way he doesn't swim your one pound weight around. And then I'll drop that guy down to the bottom there. See if I can get a lingcod or a red. Lingcods and reds live on almost every one of these rocks. People just don't go about it because they want to get a bite. They want to catch a fish. They don't stay focused on trying to catch the big whoppers. They, they're they jumping back and forth. So that's why I would do that. And then the other thing is this, and I apologize once again, like I did yesterday, the 14 mile bank is open this year. Hasn't been open in 20 years. That's incredible. If I was you, I'd be fishing that high spot, comes up to 52 fathoms. I'd be fishing that all day with a with a live mackerel. That's all I would be doing. I want those lingcod that live there. And don't tell me there's no lingcod on the 14. They live there. Most people aren't doing it because they're not fishing the proper way. Fish that whole live mackerel on the high spot. Jiggle up some mackerel. Go out there on those calm days. Wait for the wind to stop blowing. Another thing we were talking about yesterday is it looked like it was going to be a nice weekend. Now that I'm looking at windy.com, right? 
before we went live. It looks like there's going to be some wind this weekend. I sure hope that they take it away again. We'll keep an eye on it. When I do my game plans on Thursday, we'll talk about it more. Kelly Girl and I are trying to put you guys together a plethora of spots for the 14. Kelly Girl's put out so many new spots already. If you haven't looked at the website lately, go check out the hot spots. You'll go, oh my gosh, where did all these come from? Those of you that have been members for four or five years, you're going to be very, very pleasantly surprised. And those of you that are new, you go, wow, this, we probably, Kelly Girl probably added 50 new spots to the other 1,100 spots that were already there. So this is very much a game changer for those of you that are old, been with us for a while. It's a big time game changer. Those of you that are new, you're like, wow, this is cool. He has all these spots. But like I always promise you all, I'm going to constantly be adding to the website, adding techniques, adding spots. And uh, we have a phenomenal amount of spots that we added. And now with the 14 mile bank being open, I just being perfectly honest with you, gang, this whole rockfish thing has got me bewildered by the closures and the non-closures and the openings and the closings and the uh, super confusing to a guy like me that's just trying to figure it all out. I can't believe how confusion it must be to all of you, but the 14 mile banks open. So those of you that I told don't go there, I apologize from the bottom of my heart. I made a mistake and, uh, it's open and we're going to do our best to make sure that we catch all the fish that live on it. That's our, that's our plan gang. I want you to be able to catch all the fish that live on all the spots out there. I don't want you. Oh, I, all I can catch is the little ones. We're trying to make it so that you can catch everything. Maybe if we find some days where the wind's not blowing, a good way to look at it is, Hey, I'm going to fish these bigger baits when it's not windy. And then when the wind picks up later in the day, oh, so sorry. Oh, when the wind picks up later in the day, you're going to want to go back to the rock cod squirts and get, get your limits in your box so you have plenty of rockfish to eat because, man, there is no meat out there better than that white meat from those rockfish. When you got a couple of nice reds in the box and a handful of bank perch and some uh, chili peppers, you're going to have a nice, nice meal. It's going to be really, really good. There's no reason to not catch your limit whenever you go unless you just think that, well, I'm going to save the planet. I'm only going to take two because I'm that. How many of your friends have ever asked you, hey, you got any extra fish? And you go, oh, no, I'm saving the planet. I threw those, I threw those four other rockfish I caught back, put them on a descending device and sent them back. Gang, you're not saving the planet. I'm sorry to burst your bubble. It's okay to take them home and give them away to your friends that don't aren't lucky enough to go out fishing on a boat. It's okay. The limits, the, the amount of fish you're allowed to keep now is such a very small percentage of what actually is swimming out there. Don't get caught up in the fact that, oh, well, my first sister's brother's cousin's plumber told me that it would be imperative for me to throw back the fish so that they'll be there for my kids to catch. Stop it. Please stop it. It's okay to take fish home. The fish and wildlife's already set the limits. You're not going to, you're not going to adversely affect the population of 
fish in the ocean with the fishing pole, not even you, Dan and Kim. So be imperative of that. I know we, we started the show late. I know a lot of you have to get back to work. So we're going to try to wrap this thing up here. One more time. I want to show you guys because there's still people that did not get this. Go to the Promar site. Get your rock cod squirts. Get your live deception flash lures. Get everything you need. Hit that QR code, gang. I'll throw it up there one last time. We're going to pull it down here real quick. Grab that QR code, get your Promar products. You will not be disappointed, I promise you. And it's always fun to save money. It's good to save 10%. So save money by shopping with my QR code. And if you can't get the QR code, then when you're done shopping, put in the code YSWG and you'll save 10% on your purchase. Okay, so you got that. And then if you're tired of sucking at fishing, join my website. You never have to suck again unless you're into it. But if you do download my website, make sure you always check the community every morning. That's kind of spectacular. You check the community right there, dead center on the bottom of the app. And uh, you get to see the reports from all the members. It's pretty cool. It's a good way to start your day every day. So you can see how many people are out fishing while you have to go to that J-O-B thing. It's always fun. And it'll get you motivated and it'll get you out there fishing. And I promise you, no one is ever going to be allowed to share any negative on our, our website or our app. I want to thank you all for waiting for me today and joining us when we went a little bit late. Tomorrow, we're not going to go late, I promise. There won't be any more problems. Cubby and Lisa, have a safe flight home. I love you guys. Everybody else, thank you for the stars. Thank you for all the love. Thank you for all the views. Thanks for being a part of your saltwater guide. Kelly and I cannot emphasize enough how much we appreciate every single one of you. Those of you over on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and Megaphone, I'm blown away by the love that I'm getting over there and the amount of new followers. We're up 40% in a month on our podcast over there. That's an incredible number. That's a mind-numbing number. I am it's all because of all of you. It isn't because of me. I'll just keep doing what I do. I can't watch myself as much as I would love to watch me because I kind of like me. No, just kidding. But keep watching us. Tomorrow is Text the Show Wednesday. You can text me any question you want. We're going to be talking sea bass tomorrow. Those of you on Spotify and Apple and Megaphone, you guys can text me anytime you want at 949-374-0786. Those of you that are going to watch the show tomorrow. The only way I'll answer your questions is if you text them to me. I'm not reading them on the chats. I'm sorry. But uh, when you throw it up there on the chat chats, I don't read it. See, there's a chat. I can't read them why I'm doing the show because Kelly said it's very rude. But uh, I don't know. Just text me and I'll try to, try to read your show text message online and answer your questions. Thank you again, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for everything. And uh, we will see you tomorrow. Bye. A life that has the stories to back it. A life to be proud of. It's a Winchester life. Yeah, baby. Six, eight Western. Oh, I'll be over there, baby. Right there. Tune in every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV.